What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Dangerous World Podcast here. Kind of a random Friday episode here for you. Didn't uh, do the MMA show, so kind of worked out well because there was something very interesting that was going on this week that I was going to tie into maybe a short episode on Monday of next week, but why not talk about it now? We have a holiday, uh, holiday weekend, three-day weekend here, and... I don't know. There's some weird stuff in the news, right? We talked about this a little bit on the news show where there's this idea that the senators, only half of them, I guess 50 of the the 100 senators got sat phones, right? A piece of information that we didn't know was that all of the senators at the time were offered cell phones, uh, sat phones rather, satellite phones, right? So, in a, in a cyber attack or some kind of EMP or something like that, your cell phone's not going to work in a normal situation. A sat phone will. It's a satellite phone, okay? Uh, now, I tend to believe that satellite phones might not work either, okay? If an EMP sort of thing was going to go down. But nonetheless, they are a more, um, I guess I could say, dependable sort of situation if you're trying to communicate. It's a, a, a easier, more efficient communication method. So this is what we're looking at where the the Senate is given these, right? And they said in case of some kind of crazy situation, some sort of cyber attack, they would work in a cyber attack. Really don't think they'd work during an EMP though, right? EMP is basically a high altitude explosion that takes out electronics in a vast range. Like it could potentially be the entire country. It could be a region more realistically, but uh, EMPs are bad news, right? Like, supposedly, and I've actually, you know, video games are video games, right? By the way, listen to the video game episode. It was the most recent one. Really popular. But uh, in Call of Duty, when you, <laughs> this is how you know I'm a subject matter expert here. In Call of Duty, when, when EMPs detonated, satellites fall out of the sky. Um, airplanes fall out of the sky. Your sights on your gun don't work if they're like red dots or, or whatever. Uh, the the games are fairly realistic, right? Like they use real guns. They 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 get the military in to do research for these games, similar like they do to some of these movies, right? Like Argo, um, the uh, assets of the CIA and agents, if you want to call them that. There's no real such thing as a CIA agent as we know, but the assets of the CIA around the the premises, they were saying like they saw Ben Affleck and they're just kind of like walking around, right? And then he goes and does Argo, and it's like a really accurate movie, like with the terminology and shit that they use, according to people that know about that stuff. I tend to think similar things with these video games are uh, are going on. Sorry, I'm looking at a couple sites because I want to read through a couple of links. These uh, emergency satellite phones issued to senators fuel conspiracy claims, according to Newsweek. And I'm going to read a little bit of, of this article because it is kind of funny how they continuously try to make conspiracy theorists the bad guy and the ones that are wrong. We're just trying to think. We're trying to think outside the box and not just listen to what we're told. I thought that's what we're supposed to do here, but uh, apparently that is not good for the deep state. Okay, so it starts off saying, reports that U.S. lawmakers have been issued satellite phones for emergency communication have been taken out of context to disseminate unsubstantiated false flag claims and conspiracy theories on social media. A false flag claim is unsubstantiated until it happens, right? That's kind of the beauty of saying something like this in a Newsweek article, right? 
um, you look crazy until it happens. People that were saying that the vaccines aren't going to do anything to help people, and it might even make things worse for the people that take the vaccines, were unsubstantiated until they weren't, right? That's how this shit goes. They're really good at this, and they're really good at making the conspiracy theorists and the outside thinkers uh, look like crazy assholes. They're, how, do they, how are they portrayed in every movie? I watched that movie 2012 the other day, and uh, Woody, is it Woody Harrelson? He was playing this crazy conspiracy theorist dude that lives in a van, and he drives all around, he does this wild broadcast, kind of like Alex Jones, but not rich, right? Just kind of a crazy asshole. And he was talking about how the world was going to end in 2012, and it does in the movie, basically, essentially. You get all kinds of the San Andreas fault line going wild and the fucking, you know, you get the point that these people always look crazy, and sometimes they don't do themselves any favors, but nonetheless, let's continue here with this article. Safety and security of U.S. government officials and offices has become a focal point for the U.S. public in recent weeks. Compounded by the incident involving a U-Haul truck that crashed into security barriers near the White House and the viral AI-generated Pentagon explosion hoax. I had not heard about this. Let's take a second to look into it. Was there an explosion at the Pentagon? This is a fact check from Newsweek. It says no, but basically there was uh, apparently some sort of AI footage that there was, in fact, one. Just upon looking here. If I'm incorrect about that, somebody message me and I can... Clear that up next episode. But yeah, I don't know, man. AI is getting scary. Let's continue on here just a bit because we got a couple tweets that uh, I don't think are as crazy as Newsweek's trying to make them. And then I got some other stuff here, too. Uh, Continuing here with the Newsweek article. Amid the alarming headlines and ongoing concerns about security in D.C., following the January 6th, 2021 Capitol insurrection, uh, and this is their words, okay, Reports about the latest safety measure were quickly pounced on by conspiracy theorist accounts to promote baseless narratives. Always baseless until it's not. Um, Hey, you know what was a baseless conspiracy, too? Weapons of mass destruction by Shaddam Hussein, right? I mean, like, that was like, that's a that's a baseless conspiracy theory. That's not called out enough. Um, Newsweek misinformation watch looked at the facts behind the speculation and found little evidence to suggest some of (laughs) some kind of sinister conspiracy was afoot. You mean to tell me that a major media outlet that's probably actually like got shares or got portions held by actual sitting members of Congress. You mean to tell me that they didn't see anything fishy going on here? Well, that makes me feel better for sure. Um, many are worried about a uh, a cyber attack prior to the 2024 election, and that would be used to justify changes in voting procedures that will benefit Joe Biden. Well, we haven't seen that yet, have we? Today, we learned that the U.S. senators are being issued special satellite phones for this exact scenario. Not good, wrote the D.C. Drano account in a post nearly viewed six, uh, viewed nearly 600,000 times. Yeah, DC Drano puts out some interesting information. I think he's one of those guys that's just that he is far right. Um, when I say far right, some of you out there might be like, "Oh, what a pussy!" But no, th- these are the people that get platforms, right? Um, the thing is, if you agree with what somebody says ninety percent of the time, you tend to not think that they might be putting out an extremist agenda. I, in my heart, believe that figures like Tucker Carlson are meant to cause division. Uh, figures like Don Lemon are meant to cause division. Do I like like either one of them? Absolutely not. I think they're there for a reason. 
Um, when when someone says, when someone with a pretty face says something that you like to hear, you're going to listen to it ten times out of ten. So uh, they slip in some false information for every ten good things that they say, and that's what makes them so effective. So. Yeah, that, that's a little side tangent there. But I, there's a couple tweets here. There's one from uh, Proud Elephant. Never heard of this. It seems interesting. Uh, probably another thing similar to DC Drano that, that is always on the side of the conservatives, right? No matter what. Even if, if Trump goes out there and says, let's get rid of bump stocks. Yes, I agree with Trump, right? Um, that's what these kinds of, of pages do. But Proud Elephant says, breaking. 50 U.S. senators have been issued satellite phones for emergency communication. What are they hiding? Um, a hundred were offered, but 50 took them. JD Sharp, never heard of this individual either, says they just pulled a Nazi flag from the U-Haul that crashed close to the White House. That is kind of funny, actually. Um, this will be tied to the missing ammonium nitrate and the satellite phones. We could be looking at the mother of all false flags. We could be. How is that unfounded? We could be looking at that. How are we to say that, that the, the ammonium nitrate wasn't a false flag? How are we to say that the U-Haul situation wasn't a false flag? I don't think many Indian men carry around Nazi flags. This guy isn't crazy, or this lady. I think it's a dude. I, who knows anymore, though? Um, I don't think that. I don't think that that's a crazy statement to make at all. Those were the only tweets shared on this article. But since we're talking about, let's see, since we're talking about. You know that I can't scroll through the computer and talk at the same time. Uh, since we're talking about this kind of stuff, I have a few more articles, and I actually want to go through a quick list of some cyber attacks that have gone on since December of last year. This list goes all the way to January of last year, but there's no need for me to read a year and a half's worth of cyber attacks. You'll get the idea with where I'm starting. Um you know who warned about this stuff? You know who warned about the idea of a cybersecurity attack very recently? Microsoft did. Now, who was warning us about a pandemic unfolding before it did? Well, Bill Gates was. And you might say, hey, Bill Gates doesn't have anything to do with Microsoft anymore. Bullshit, he doesn't. He just doesn't want to be the public face of Microsoft. He's on to bigger and better things, like infecting Africa with all kinds of experimental vaccines. That's what he's doing right now. He might go on to something else, Right. But, um, yeah, Microsoft warning about a cyber security attack. And they're getting applauded for, for saying this, right? For, for making this information public. If you are a believer in the idea that they have to tell us what they're doing to us, almost like how a vampire has to be invited in, right? A vampire's got to be invited into your house, and then they can do whatever they want. There are people out there that believe that these evil motherfuckers have to tell us what they're doing, either in movies call this predictive programming, um, either in video games, like I learned the other day, right? Or in simple news articles, right? Talking heads sharing this information. This, if you believe in that idea, I think that we're being set up here. I think that's what these simulations are about. And you actually have several, several companies that their sole purpose is to give companies cyber security attack simulation software. So there's more information about how to simulate and fix a cyber attack or fight against a cyber attack. There's more information out there about that than there is some sort of health crisis. There's companies that have focused on this since the internet's been a thing. 
and since businesses have been shifting more over to the internet as well, right? There's a lot of companies out there, dozens of companies that are out there doing this. Um, it's interesting too that it's not just the United States that that's at risk of some sort of uh, some sort of cyber attack or some sort of EMP situation. It's all of the Five Eyes nations. That's Canada, the United States, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom, right? We all share intel for whatever reason. We kick it back to our original suppressors, the UK. And um, that's that's how intelligence works, apparently. Now, that might be misdirection, but that is the thing that they tell us. So, if if I was to guess... I actually do think that this would happen in the United States before it would happen in somewhere like Australia. Not to say that Australia doesn't have the will to fight or the the uh, I don't know, some some strategic importance or whatever to like let's say China or Russia or the New World Order, whatever you want to call it, right? Uh, you go after the strongest parts first, right? If there's some sort of catastrophic cyber attack in Australia that like shuts the entire nation down. Well, hell, the United States would be preparing for something like that after that, right? We'd see it coming. And it's a lot more dangerous if, to have a prepared United States than it is to have a prepared Australia. Nothing against Australia. Talked to a couple people over there, and they're awesome people. But you guys know that you're basically still in a prison colony, right? I think everybody that I talk to still knows that. It's been very experimental from this whole COVID thing. There's camps that are supposed to be built there in 2000, by 2025, right? This is not hidden information. This is public stuff. So, I don't know. It, that is is uh, a bit of uh, a concern. And I don't know if I mentioned this. I need to actually go back and listen. I might have to do some editing. Um, we had heard here from, from friends, and I, I don't want to say any names or anything, but, you know, I don't come out here and do this. I don't give fake information unless, uh, unless I'm completely duped and I haven't really been uh, too willing to give out a bunch of information lately because... Every single time that you give some information out and you think it's legit, there's a couple assholes out there that start saying that you're CIA, and that's weird. I don't like that. I know it comes with the territory of like having a somewhat popular show in the conspiratorial realm, but guys, if you saw how I live, you would not think that I was CIA. Nonetheless, this information of basically some sort of EMP attack hitting the West Coast, right? Um... They, they use the term EMP. It's a person that I know that knows people in the military, and they're an older individual. And if we really want to split hairs here, it's someone that I know very well that is their parent that's very old, knows someone, and multiple people that are talking about this. So, yes, it is a know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, literally. Um, they're talking about this EMP stuff. They're using that terminology. They're saying that it's mostly going to affect the West Coast. Not not given a time, right? They're not saying, like, on this date, at this time, this is going to happen. Um, but it is concerning when you have mil active military people telling people, um, like, this is an inevitable thing. Inevitable means it's going to happen, right? Doesn't mean that it's going to happen tomorrow. Doesn't mean it's going to happen in two years. If I were a betting man, I would say that something will go down before the 2024 election. That's just me. But man, it's scary. It is pretty, pretty interesting to to look into. And if that's not enough to at least not make you scared, but make you aware, there's nothing we can do about this, right? But it is important to be aware because you won't get blindsided. This is from the World Economic Forum. We love weforum.org, right? Friends of the show. 
Experts at Davos 2023 call for a global response to the gathering cyberstorm. Okay, people at the World Economic Forum were making this a heavy, heavy topic, similar to they were with pandemics before, right? This is the new thing. This is a more effective thing. And think about this. If you've got people with permanent side effects from vaccines, maybe it's not as much as they hoped for, or maybe it's more than they thought or whatever, but you've got some people out there that are seriously suffering from the effects of these vaccines, lingering effects. Um, if they need increased, uh, if they're, if they've become diabetic, which I don't know how much that's out there, if they've had to get like, uh, stints in their heart or a pacemaker, let's say a pacemaker, right? EMPs are going to fuck these people up. If you got to, if you, if your heart runs off of a pacemaker, you're, I mean, you're, you're going to, your heart's not going to fucking work. Right. So that's, what's scary about this. Like that, that's the, the one thing that I would say, okay, yeah, like there's got to be some sort of way that you can address this if you are in these situations that an EMP is literally going to kill you right away. Flying, kind of scary right now. I'm always kind of scared to fly. I'm not saying change your plans. You got to live life. Say a prayer when you wake up in the morning. Pray to whatever God you believe in and uh, and just be at peace. I think that that's the best way to go. But at this World Economic Forum thing, there's three key points. Cybersecurity was a major topic of discussion at the World Economic Forum's annual meeting in 2023 in Davos, Switzerland. The second says experts warned that cyber uh, that cyber attacks are increasing in sophistication and frequency. Well, I would say that this is probably because there's so many damn softwares that are out there to simulate various cyber attacks. So this is going to become so fucking complicated, similar to how AI is getting smarter because we're all using ChatGPT. And stay tuned for a ChatGPT cyber fucking attack that happened recently. Uh, you know, we're, we're making this stuff stronger as a collective because we are simulating cyber attacks so much. Think about it. It's, it's not rocket surgery here. Uh, and then the final point of this World Economic Forum article is that uh, this is a global threat and it calls for a global response. Of course it does, says Jurgen Stock, Interpol Security General. I mean, yeah, I, they always want to try and take these problems and turn them into global solutions, right? Like this is the, the big thing always because we need a one world society. And the people that are really kind of like the heads of all of this is CISA, uh, Cyber Defense Agency. Uh, the full name is Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Right when you go to the site, you get a big red banner that says shields up, prepare for, respond to, and mitigate the impact of cyber attacks learn more it's it's a scary website you go to it it's supposed to be oh my god you, you right at the top report a cyber issue it's supposed to be scary right there's a lot of fear porn here and i'm not trying to spread that my point of sharing this is that it seems like there's smoke here that's the only thing i'm saying seems like there's smoke and usually when there's smoke there's what water so yeah it's gonna be an interesting uh interesting year i would say uh, obviously, the answer I was looking for there was fire, but that's all right. Now, let's go back to this thing here that I wanted to share, and then we'll probably wrap up. I think I've got uh, got just about enough here. Okay, so yeah, these data breaches that have gone on since December of 2022, I could go back farther. Um, like I said, I don't see a point. I think that you'll get the idea here by what I'm talking about. So LastPass was hacked on December 1st, 2022. LastPass is a password manager. Simple answer here, write all your passwords down. 
right? Or just use password one, two, three for everything. That's how you really get past it. But write down your passwords for each thing. Have different passwords. You don't have to make them crazy, right? But write them down in a damn book. How are you going to keep passwords? Shit, that's supposed to keep your information safe. How are you going to keep that on a fucking thing that's potentially getting hacked? If you make a crypto wallet and talk the shit about the, the crypto guys as much as you want, but you get like a 15-word passphrase that they automatically give you, and yes, that, that is kind of funny now that I'm saying it out loud, because they give that to you, right? They could find out if that's given to you, who's got that, how much money's in that account, but they tell you because they pretend they care to not save this in your phone. They say write it somewhere where you cannot lose it. Suggestions, door frame, all this shit, like all kinds of different places like that they tell you to write it on. Um, that's a good idea, but now that I said that out loud, it is funny that they give you that password. You can't just make it up. So, nonetheless, um, moving to December 15th, 2022, seven rooms data breach. Uh, treat, uh, treat actors on a hacking forum posted details about over 400 gigabytes of sensitive data stolen from CRM platforms, uh, from the CRM platform servers. So, promo codes... Uh, restaurant clients, all these kinds of things were were stolen. Some of these are more important than others, but just to give you an idea, Slack, Slack security incident. Slack is kind of like uh, corporate America's chat room, right? Uh, actually just started using them with my new job, and uh, apparently there was a data breach there, so that's fun. Um, there, apparently there was a limited number of Slack people that were, were fucked with there, but let's move to January. January 4th, you get a Twitter data breach. That was a fun one. We did a little episode on that here. Uh, January 6th, you get a Chick-fil-A data breach. There's knowing how much uh, fried chicken you're eating. January, uh, let's see. Yeah, January 18th, you had two. PayPal, which is a big one. That's serious, right? Anytime money is involved, uh, personal finances and stuff, that's scary. And then also MailChimp. Um, I haven't heard of MailChimp, to be honest, but basically just six months after the previous one, MailChimp claims to have a threat actor um, claims that a threat actor was able to gain access to its systems through a social engineering attack. Um, it's a bad sign for the company. So they've been hacked basically twice in six months. That's no good. January 19th was the big T-Mobile data breach. A lot of you probably remember that. That's a serious one because how much of your information is in your phone? If you got T-Mobile, you're fucked. Uh, JD Sports data breach was hacked on January 30th. Moving right along, February 6th, you had Sharp Healthcare data breach. That's a significant one as well. Insurance can rise because of, um, you know, they can just go right around the HIPAA violation, right? They can just see what kind of pro uh, procedures you're needing and what your blood works like and all that kind of shit through uh, any kind of healthcare data breaches, it seems, right? Or, or they can get your social security, they can get financial information and get a lot of stuff, I think. Uh, February 8th, op Optus data breach, um, extortion attempt. That's a fun one, right? Anytime extortion's involved, that always kind of spices things up. You had a Reddit data breach. Reddit data breaches could be pretty serious. Uh, 15 uh, of April, You've got the Atlassian data breach. Australia software company Atlassian seems to have suffered a serious data breach on the 15th. And uh, it says, that's right, folks. SiegeSec is here to announce that we've hacked the software company Atlassian. The hacking group said in a message that it was posted uh, along with, that it has posted along with data. This company worth $44 billion has been pwned 
by the furry hackers. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, sometimes these people are just trolls and they're just proving that they can do it. But sometimes it's Russia. I really don't think it's Russia that often, though. I think it's more often China than not. They like stealing intellectual property over there. February 21st, Activision data breach. A lot of people put their information in uh, gaming stuff, like if you're making in-app purchases or in-game purchases, rather, or just buying shit at all from Activision, your credit cards are in there. March 9th, 2023, you've got U.S. House of Representatives data breach. Who gives a fuck? Uh, March 24th, 2023, ChatGPT data leak. Let's read about this one real quick. A bug found in ChatGPT's open source library caused the chatbot to leak the personal data of customers which included some credit card information and the titles of some chats they initiated. In the hours before we took ChatGPT offline, OpenAI said after the incident, it was possible for some users to see another active user's first and last name, email address, payment address, and last four digits only of their credit card number. Okay, um, And their credit card expiration date, full credit card numbers were not exposed at any time. Good for them. Well, they did their job. April 3rd, you've got a Western data, uh, Western digital data breach. April 6th of this year, MSI data breach and ransomware attack. Uh, April 10th, you had a Pizza Hut KFC data breach. That's serious. May 1st, you got a T-Mobile data breach again. T-Mobile just really fucking off here. May 12th, Discord data breach. That's, uh, that's an interesting one because people do get kind of personal on Discords. There's a whole weird little cult around Discord. May 12th, a U.S. government data breach. Again, who gives a fuck? May 16th, Pharmacia data breach. Or maybe is that Pharma... Pharmerica. Sorry, Pharmerica. What a clever name. Uh, they managed 2,500 uh, different facilities across the U.S. since revealed that an unknown actor accessed the systems in March and extracted personal data pertaining to 5.8 million individuals. Both alive and deceased. Okay, well, at least there's some of them that are dead. They're not going to care if they were hacked. May 19th, Suzuki was uh, was breached. And then the final one here, May 23rd, just a couple days ago, Apria Healthcare Data Breach was also hacked. So this happens a lot. I'm not saying that it's a, that it's a serious situation, but one thing I do want to say is not much comes from these hackings more times than not. Like I said, I could have gone back to, just on this list alone, I could have gone back to January of 2020. I think you get the point. I know Salesforce was was hacked. that got banking information that's got, because uh, direct deposit and shit like that from companies that, that use Salesforce. None of this has ever done anything to anyone yet, right? I worked for Pepsi when, and they were using Salesforce, and Salesforce was hacked, and we got stagnant checks we got the same amount paid for months right they probably owe me money but i haven't even checked i might owe them money so that's why i'm kind of keeping it quiet but uh nonetheless you know no, no, nothing happens from these things nothing really happens i haven't had money stolen from me um no one that i know has had money stolen from them that worked for pepsi at the time or still does uh that's just one example, but what happens? It's just a scare, right? It's just like, oh shit, they have my credit card information now. I gotta change it, but it's usually still connected to your social security number. So, what is this all leading up to? Is it leading up to some sort of big attack? Again, people are concerned that it has something to do with the 2024 election. I see no reason not to think that that is a 
very likely possibility, right? And I'll take this opportunity just to put it out there again. I do think that Michelle Obama is going to run in 2024. I've said that a couple of times. Some people think it's funny because, you know, we, we like to do this thing where we don't trust politicians, especially ones that we don't like, like the Obamas, right? Well, Michelle said that she hated being in the White House. It was like a prison to her. We can believe her when she says that. Come on, guys. Think about it just a, just a little bit. These people don't really get to make their own choices. If Michelle Obama is supposed to run, she's going to run. And you know what? She's going to fucking win if she runs. So I'm saying that again. And I think that it's something to be concerned about. At the same time, what the fuck can you do, right? What can you do? If if Michelle runs and wins, it's essentially like Barack Obama having three terms. It's what it is. Not to mention his two that he already had. So five total. Because she will win re-election. So I don't know. This is... Uh, Weird times, like I said, I wouldn't be too worried about it. Like I said, say a prayer, do what you got to do to just feel at peace, enjoy your life. I think that's very important. And uh, we'll end it here, guys. Uh, obviously, no music or anything before this. This is just meant to be like a quick episode just to, to get you something to think about, not to be scared about, but to think about, maybe see what kind of precautions you would need to take in a situation like this. You're your own adult. Mostly adults listen. So if you're a kid, hopefully your parents aren't stupid. But uh, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully people don't, don't get too rattled by this information. I just think it's important to know. I think it's important to address and to accept the possibility of this becoming reality. That's it. So thank you guys. Enjoy the weekend. Long weekend. Hopefully you guys get to uh, spend some time with your family or people that you want to spend time with. And... Um, I know on the on the 29th, we're going to be doing a really cool episode uh, over there at The Great Deception. He's going to be hosting a nice Monday Night Master Debaters with myself and then Hank from the 643 Podcast. If you know anything about Hank, he was going to be the co-host, or I should say he is the co-host, of uh, Ryan Chestnut. This is the guy that we have been trying to raise money for, uh, his family, because he had passed away tragically. This is a horrible situation for that family. I never knew the guy, but he had DM'd me a couple times. Matt was DMing him a lot. Matt's a really good judge of character, and Matt said that Ryan was a great dude. So, uh, yeah, the, the GoFundMe is still up. I'll actually post it here again with this episode. Um, but, yeah, that's it. That's all that I got. Um, enjoy the long weekend. And we're doing that episode with, uh, with Hank on Friday about a fun topic, some conspiracies behind sports and baseball and trading cards in general. So should be cool, but I look forward to talking more with you all. Thanks a lot.